What's up, and welcome to another episode of the August Foreign Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Andrew Inamoto, and I'll be sharing the stories of fashion industry professionals, creatives, and entrepreneurs about their journeys and experiences as they advance within this ever-growing industry. The August Forum, as an extension of the shop itself, allows you to have the ability to listen to those in the space. So whether you're an aspiring entrepreneur, trying to break into the fashion industry, or just curious about the ins and outs, we hope these stories will help you achieve your goals. For the 24th episode, I'm excited to bring you another rendition of Shop Talk, which is now improved, renovated, and revamped. With this new Shop Talk, I'll be joined by managers of the shop, Joel Burquist and Jack Greenwood, and myself as well. It's a whole new rotation as we spend an hour talking about what is going on in the shop through product, trends, and events. With this, we hope to bring you all deeper insight into the shop and what we're seeing within the industry itself. With that, in this episode, we talk about the upcoming six-year anniversary of August. On October 28th, we'll be releasing a new capsule that contains a tea, hoodie, and a zine, and a performance and DJ set. So come join us and celebrate uh, six years of our shop. We also got the chance to talk about the brands and products we are all liking within the shop and the concentration of trends that are all occurring simultaneously and how we all navigate them. So get ready to hear all of our own takes, anecdotes, and stories within the confines of the store and how we all continue to navigate through this ever-changing space. This episode, as usual, is truly enthralling, and I believe you will find it equally engaging. This is The August Forum. Welcome to another episode of the August Forum podcast. We are doing another shop talk, a new and improved, re-innovative shop talk here. I'm joined by Jack Greenwood and Joel Burquist here, the two managers of August. But before we introduce them and let them start, you know, yapping and talking, um, just a little backside or back, wait, history of why we're changing the shop talk is we're just going to make it centralized and focus on what's going on at August. So you know, everybody that's listening can get a little bit of a know about what's going on in the inner workings of the store, the brands we're carrying, and kind of the trends that we're seeing. Jack, Joel, what's up? How's it going? How's it going? I'm glad to be back on Shop Talk. I think the last time I was on was with Lily Paskus. Yep, I uh, I had an episode with Isaac Westberg, so I'm glad that uh, Andrew granted me the uh, the uh, little... Yeah, the little blessing of having me back on. No one was too annoyed by me, so... Uh, <laughs> Always appreciate that. Joel's a shop talk OG at this point. I think it's what both of you guys second time, second time only. Yeah, we're uh, we're podcast vets. <laughs> podcast new LinkedIn bio. <laughs> podcast uh, assistant veteran. Ma- assistant manager podcast veteran private first class podcast. <laughs> you go up to someone. Yeah, I'm a podcast vet. I'm a podcast <laughs> vet. All right. Anyways, you know we're again streetwear and culture podcast. So the ever question is always asked in every single one of my episodes. What are you? How, what have you guys been wearing recently? You know, from the last time that people have heard from you, what have what has changed? You know, or if anything has changed in general. Man, for for what I've been steady wearing, I'd probably say dime pants and butter pants that I've either gotten here or direct from the brands. Um, I love the dime like wave knit jeans. I like the uh, butters. I, I always mess it up, but I'm gonna say I'm gonna try to say it right. San, San, Santa Pseudo Denim from Butter Goods, which we carry. Um, but I like that baggiest fit. It just uh it's good for like my body type. Um otherwise up top I'd say still a lot of graphic tees and hoodies and crew necks from online ceramics and pleasures and just some like, you know, essential stuff like basics from you know, like the blanks. Uh, but other than that, I don't know, nothing, no, no particular call outs. What about you, Joel? 
I would say overall, you know, I'm pretty boring. It might be like a little variation, but I would say not so much recently, but just gradually I've been gravitating more towards just well-made. A lot of the uh, the Japanese imports that we carry, obviously I love needles, um, the uh, engineered garments we recently started carrying. So I'm a big fan of that. Um, I've been gravitating more towards like cool cuts of stuff not heavily branded um it's definitely just like a variation of i'll always wear just like a dark pair of raw denim um like a original jordan retro colorway and then just like a good fitting hoodie uh you know pair it with a fitted uh like i said joel has a great taste in denim yeah so like i said it it doesn't uh ever stray too far from the norm but more so just the construction of a piece or like I almost look at it as like a piece of art at this point. You know, I I'm definitely guilty of overpaying for a pair of pants. I don't know if you can call it overpaying. Because, Talk about the savage denim. Oh, big, 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 uh, big, old, big old fan of the savage denim. Um, I love neighborhood. You I feel like you can't go wrong with a pair of denim. You can literally get more wear out of it than anything. And it can kind of just become like a staple in your wardrobe. So for sure. I mean, yeah, bro. I feel like uniforms, that's like the staple of the three of us. I feel like we every day you can come in here and you'll kind of like be able to tell what type of outfits we're all wearing. I, I would agree that we each have our own distinct styles. Yeah, sometimes sometimes we make fun of one another for it. <laughs> These bozos <laughs> love to clown on me. But uh, I, love, I don't know. I'd be styled up. I, when, when anything new comes in, I love when you like take... You take your size, you go try it on, you go like you go like this. How does this look? <laughs> Every time Jack Fashion Show has definitely become a reoccurring theme. Yeah, Every time we crack open a box, I gotta try on my size right away. Like the first thing, even if I don't know if it looks good. And I'll I'll come out of the changing room for these guys and be like, Okay, what do you guys think? What do you guys think? And they just, you know, gawk at me the same way they do every time I try something on. Like now, it's like this. It's not even like no. It's like I, I love, I love. Like you're like you, you have a very much like father figure of an outfit. You know what I mean? Like it's like it's like I would see my dad uncle core. dad. I would see my uncle wearing that. But like every time you come out, it's like it's like the same dime pant, but just a different colorway. And it's like the same fit. <laughs> Nothing's changed about it. Just the color. And you're like, how's this one look? I am a repeat of. Uh, pants by brand offender i will wear the same four fucking pairs of pants for like a year i would describe it as like us in a video game um (laughs) like jack is he's just like hey i got the variant and uh the shirt has gold foil graphics um so do you like the way i progressed it's definitely it's always similar and i feel like it's kind of the opposite for me because i'm the old man of the bunch where i'll be like I'm like, yeah that's a cool heavily branded graphic t-shirt with the fucking sleep print I think my niece would look cute in that, but uh, I don't know. Everything's not for everybody, but you know that's that's what we're really big about here is uh, you know, respecting everybody's taste on everything because it's not the same as yours, but you can see the merit in it, you know. Yeah, I feel like at the end of the day, these guys these guys respect my my fits, right? You guys respect my fits. Well, the brain dead pants. The brain dead pants, I love. Hey, I lo- stay away from those brain dead pants. I, what was it you were getting? Oh, you wanted to do like an all like blue fit. I was wondering what was the top that you were thinking about getting. Um, it was the brain dead. You had the brain dead pants on, or it might have been a pair of shoes. I don't even remember what it was. Um, but you were like, it was gonna be an all navy fit. This this is hard, right, Andrew? Andrew, this is hard, right? <laughs> I'm like, absolutely, Jack. 
a tie-in here is that we all have our little buzzwords. Um, I feel like if you're a regular at the shop, you certainly notice stuff like this. But uh, these guys love to call out the fact that I use very specific adjectives <laughs> repeatedly when describing product that we get in. Um, I don't know. I feel like repeating it myself is kind of corny. But if you guys have any on the top of your head, I would love to hear it. Okay, I got Jack. You're walking up to the register. Here we go. All right, man. We got the uh, the Nike Dunk Low PRM Sand Drift colorway for you here in an 11 and a half boss. Um, yeah, yeah. So this is like the PRM material, so it's really going to hold up <laughs> here. Or right, if you want to go with clothing. If you want to go with clothing. Andrew, do the clothing. This is the clothing one. Let's say, oh, nice, nice, nice. Oh, you're getting the Carne Bolente tee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great piece. One of my favorite brands. You know, something I would definitely do is stay away from a high heat dryer, you know? <laughs> Avoid a high heat dryer with that one, boss. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's just going to kind of like crease up. But what a nice thing about this heavyweight knit is uh, oh it's going really, to really, really remain heady. It's going to stay, uh, it's going to be a really hit and popping graphic for you, whether or not you choose to dry it or not. Um, the fact that neither of you said tasty is beyond I feel like I always say that's a tasty the, uh, graphic. The uh, the fact that me and Jack, it's it's almost like a it's like a sibling relationship at this point, where we work together the most and have like the most kind of stressful relationship, but we get along so well that our biggest headbutt point <laughs> is the fact that he always wants to get navy blue over black, and I feel like that's oh, like every I'm, time I'm we at a buy with Rob, it, it comes down to you know, dolphin blue or faded black, and we're dying on two different hills over this. Or it'll be in the group chat, and we're, like, trying to pick between colors, and I'm like, ah, I feel bad saying this, but I like every color that Jack said he doesn't like. I'm I'm a big dark green guy over here. Fashion has its compromises. Facts. Um, Speaking of, you know, some of the merch and capsules that we've been doing, um, recently we just had, a very successful August Bakery capsule. I think that's been probably our, my favorite. Your favorite? I think it's definitely one of my favorites. And it's also been one of our best selling. Um, that cream tea. Yeah, one of our best selling to date. And One of my favorite things is people being like, I remember one, one person asked me with a bakery tea. He's like, y'all got a bakery in the back? I was like, we've had more than one person ask us if there's a bakery in the back or if we have a bakery. But I guess uh, sometimes the idea of uh, like a capsule collection is uh, right. beyond. Right. Know? Well, speaking of new capsules, something I want to bring up is our six year anniversary is coming up. So shout out yep. August six years strong. Our six year anniversary is October 28th. Yep. Um, yep. And we're going to be dropping a... You know, a private label shop hoodie and a private label shop. Andrew's wearing it. He's already got it on, I'll, uh, I'll on like, skin. I think I can I can kind of describe it a little bit, not in a yeah, he can way. Go ahead I and mean, tease like, it out. That's like an August with a six on it. We've got the little storefront in the back. And then the hoodie is like a, another autumn in August. Is that what it said? I th Yeah, the back of the graphic is another autumn in August. Yeah. Um, and the front is, you know, uh, a, I think maple like leaf, a maple leaf, a tradition with our August logo emblazoned on the right. front. Uh, my question to you guys that with this is going to be like, I feel like, you know, we've been doing core logo tees, which I've doing been doing well as well. And we have those shop tees that we always kind of get like different colors in. But I feel like the hype around our brand right now is these like, special collections that we're doing i feel like we, we get the most excited for it like we not only like are like oh that color would be super hard or this idea would be really cool but like also with like the customers they'll come in and be like people i feel like have started coming in and like been asking about 
what our next capsule is going to be. Like, do you have like a favorite one other than maybe the bakery one we've done or like one that you're super excited about other than six year? I would say it's hard to, it's hard to call out. It's like kind of like, I, I call it like a, like a blessing and a curse because, you know, in, in years past, even since I've started, it's, uh, you know, we used to constantly, we'd have the sizes in stock, you know, it was kind of a slow moving type thing and now people come in you know it's a couple weeks after it dropped and we won't have their size and it sucks because they want to get it but it's also like nice that that stuff's moving quickly and there is like a a entire demographic that just seeks out our private label stuff i would say overall it's before i started a piece i picked up here just as a customer the uh the halloween hoodie from i believe it was probably three years ago now but it's uh like a black hoodie has like a little puff print um like a little moon logo on the chest. Jack-o'-lantern, I think like yep. kids trick-or-treating. Yep, yep. And uh, I, I really love that one. Um, let me think other than that. I'm a big fan of the uh, the Magic of August, that t-shirt, the, mm-hmm. the faded black. I, think, um, I, I completely missed out on getting that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's hard to call. Um, yeah, I don't know. A lot of good shop merch, which is which is a blessing you know we we got the good we got the good employee uniforms over here exactly to tie into what joel said um it is nice for being here for many years and 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 obviously all of us andrew joel myself and everyone else included we're all directly involved in the creative process when it comes to this private label stuff so it's always really empowering and kind yeah. of like uh it makes us all feel uni like uh unified when right. a collection pans out well right. and it sells well. And then right. we have people, like Joel said, coming in and literally asking for a size that we don't have anymore right. because it's smoked out. Right. And it's like for us, it's like I think as employees, like we all see so much product coming in. You know, like every day you guys are like entering and also like Absolutely. we're like trying to like figure out like, you know, what this new, you know, this new museum piece and quiet collection is. And then like we are trying to understand like how these all look. But when we get our own stuff in, I think that's when we get some of the most excitement even in general right i feel like i don't know speaking for myself here i've almost become like jaded to clothing because the amount of stuff that we see every day um but then there also is like a bit of uh you know like a little rivalry when you know i remember jack and i you know we were like we need the the silver logo t-shirt and then everybody (laughs) was like oh no you know the the cream one with the red is going hard and then one sells a little bit better, so it's like, ah, oh, no, no, you see, you see, we were right. Right, you, know, like, you get to see. Value, value our opinion. Exactly. You get to see your, like, tastes become, like, an objective reality, you know? Literally, like, you discuss what you think, what colorway might hit, and then you get to see it in the numbers later. It's really interesting. And, too, another thing that I've learned, like, with helping out with buys or doing buys here is uh, knowing that something might not necessarily be for me. But finding the merit in it as, you know, like I said, I'm I'm about to be 33 years old. So I know that something is really cool. I just wouldn't wear it personally. But right. like, I, I know somebody could get it off. So it's like just finding the merit in like a piece and like it's time and it's place and fashion, whether or not it's my like style. Like right. I said, I'm boring at this point, you know, have kind of the uniform fits. Um, But yeah, I feel like that's like a really powerful take to have is like knowing that something is hard and it's like very stylish and you could see somebody wearing it and having a great outfit and knowing that it's not necessarily for you. Absolutely. I can totally relate to that uh, sentiment. I feel like when we're doing buys, Rob, our boss certainly pushes us to think outside of our own, 
you know, tastes and yeah. try to get into the mind of the consumer. Right. Um, and, you know, not just study trends, but also, as Joel was saying, like to to connect the dots because fashion is obviously on a boomerang and trends are coming and going every day. Um, but it's yeah, hard to keep up. It's hard to keep up, but it's also, you know, to to, to tie in directly to what he was saying about being jaded. Um, being here so long, you do start to see so much reoccurring patterns coming from brands that you, you like do, what you like do, what patterns would you say i mean logo flips and mm. and simple chest graphics with little right. cartoon characters and and i'm not you know i'm not coming down on brands the mushroom was big right mushrooms mushroom mushrooms teddy bears fairies i mean come on like the same graphics that are shared across the the board from different brands and a lot of it a lot of it is you know like a lot of this stuff takes a lot of time in production so it's like you can't you can't directly correlate something and be like this brand copied this brand but you know it's like i love seeing something that's just like it might not be for me but it's completely original that's why i feel like you know we carry beautiful i feel like a not not a lot of places carry it it's a great they example they only do they don't do anything groundbreaking they don't do cut and sew anything like that they'll do t-shirts sweatshirts stuff like that but they do it very well and like right. you can't look at it and immediately be like oh this is influenced off this brand right that's yeah and then every once in a while boom comes the gem where a brand stands out for like an entirely original collection right it's always really exciting to see like that's what we're here for you know what i mean that's yeah. what we're all passionate about we all like to see the market shifting and changing to new tastes and, mm -hmm. and to see designers actually putting out original ideas yeah um well as we kind of tie into all this with our brands and favorite like pieces from here me and joel before before you before you um showed up late here jack um we were just talking we were just talking about uh Scusi. <laughs> we were talking about some of our favorite pieces here and you know i just got my first pair of oakley sunglasses and rob goes you try to jack my style <laughs> and he loves it he loves it he knows he loves it too he knows it yeah <laughs> rob loves to see us emulating rob right he loves it but right I think I'm not even trying to gas bro up, but I feel like every time Rob comes in, he's always got this crazy outfit on, and yeah. we're like, "Yeah, man, that looks sick." And he's always like, "This, this, this." I something. just threw it on. Um, well, this is what, this is what I'm gonna go into because I'm uh, my my next question is like, "What are your some of your guys' favorite pieces at the store right now?" And I'm gonna put mine out there, and one I'm definitely gonna grab is those Solomon mock uh, those mocks right there. I saw Rob. I've been seeing Rob. Papa Rob has been wearing those and also I've just been seeing them all over Instagram and Joel, you and I have been talking about like how we kind of haven't been able to like footwear is really jaded. Like we are like, it's like we have a lot of the stuff we want. It's like so interesting to see something new, like these new Hoka's. What are they like? The Mufates? The Mufate Speed 3. The 3 2, it's called. Right. I know they haven't two. officially released yet, but we have, it's like at this point, I would rather, it's like, like I brought up on the last on the last pod, it's like if you if you woke up in front of the Grand Canyon, you see it every morning. That shit's gonna be a hole in the ground to you. It's like it's, <laughs> it's, it's nice to see something that's new. It's like it might be ugly, but like it's yeah, it's new. It's something new to the eye. It's, some, it's a conversation starter. So like at this point, like I said, old man over here, I've had the majority of like retro sneakers. I love Nike till the death of me, but it's like shoved back in what, your face what, as yeah a, what are they yeah. doing new um we also have uh what's that what's that new the acs the new, pro yeah, the acs pro we have like a, a all silver pair 
looking like you could not put it in the microwave. It's like all <laughs> tin foil, and it's literally got like claw glitz for laces on the quick draw. Like it's 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 unique. It's unique, and as Joel's saying, like when when you see a thousand low court mm-hmm. sneakers coming in from mm-hmm. every different brand, even the ones that you've come to love, like it's nice to see. A trainer crossover from Hoka that's got like a lot of personality and a big body, and you're just like, when you like shoes and you've been collecting, like there's like a lot of merit in seeing something, and you don't immediately your brain doesn't jump to being like, oh, this is apart from this, this is from this shoe, this from like right, like you. That's a great thought, especially with footwear. It's so hard to have an original idea. Like people have asked me, you know, like I feel like I'm pretty like on the pulse with like design and. People are like, oh, like, if you could do, like, a sneaker, what would it be? And, like, that's something I wouldn't want to touch because I'm, like, so embedded in what mm-hmm. I like sneaker-wise. It would just end up being a, a – ma- it would be, like, a Yeezy where it's, like, a mashup of pre-existing, already right. good sneakers. Where it's not original. And I think that brands have – you know, I'm not even doing any particular call-outs here, but footwear in general – has started to become a copycat business. You, but you are seeing a lot of different styles crossing over brand to brand, and there's not a ton of originality. Well, but the thing is, like the brands we just mentioned, Hoka, Solomon, you know, even like, you know, we just got the new Roa collection that right. I think we all like. Ro- Roa, Solomon, Asics. Okay. If I'm putting my money to something right now, that's what it's going to be. The thing Absolutely. is, like, they're all doing something original. So that's not even about originality, in my opinion. Like, what I'm, what I feel like it is, is like, this idea of like I was telling Joel this like this idea of, like getting a shoe that you can like it's like a performance shoe like from a brand like Nike like as much as I love Nike and like all like the shoes that we have here with them like even like the Vimeros like it's not a shoe that's like meant for performance you know what I mean but with like Solomon Hoka you know Roas like at the end of the day at their core it's for a consumer that like is there to use them every single day to like hike up trails to like Comfort walk first right and it's like then and then from there those designs that come out of it is like hard because it's like damn i could look really fucking cool hiking up a mountain wearing these like right you know these new hokas and like for me that's like what my favorite trend is right now is like this idea of like performance sneaker brands coming into the sneaker market that's been so oversaturated with like you know suede and leather right. and like rather it's like it's like cool to look at but you right. don't like you know it's like it, it just like a like a shelf piece and like I'm it's like copy shit. paste colorway you know right and it's like one of those things like if i saw like if i saw a dad just wearing those hokas and he's just like walking around i think that's hard and that's the thing is like you are seeing these yeah you are seeing these styles pop up you are seeing gals and clifton's downtown and 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 bees and whatever also, going to class it, but hey shut up shout out meryl meryl's having a moment meryl has some hard ass footwear Use some water shoes. Well, speaking of the, oh, speaking of like someone like Meryl, like Crocs, they're doing a Roa collab. I don't know if you guys have seen it yet, but they're doing a Roa collab. I didn't know, but they I expect, they just I they just it. did they just did a, their Levi's collab that just came out with like you know it's like they literally got it's like the Shishiko Dunks they had like stitching with the denim on it like even like brands like that also like fucking quote this shit in like a year from now, Saucony's on the come up. Saucony is doing great things. They're bringing back a lot of their good archive models. The Azura, Shadow. They they necessarily didn't have like the, uh, you know, probably 18 to 24 demographic, wherever they cut it off before, you know, they did the J-Tips collab, stuff like that. But they're making great 
footwear, the price point is affordable. They're doing interesting things where it's not just a copy and paste or like collaborations colorways. with small localized yes. designers and artists. I say, um, Bimo Williams, he has a pod where he's like, you know, similar to this, and he just did his first Saucony collab, and he was talking about that, and it's like, it seems like they're tapping into, because like with, with Nike and Adidas, they're tapping into these large designers, but then oversaturate the market with a lot of their collabs. But Saucony, on the other hand, is like doing like you know J Tips, like Bima, like they're tapping into these like almost like niche like community members that not everybody knows about. But and like, the, and the best capsules now. Whether it's from New Balance or like Nike. Joe Fresh Goods from like, right. you know, like from Joe New Balance. Fresh Goods or Angelo Baquet yeah. with the, the uh, senior thesis uh, right. collections last right. year and this year that right. we had. Um yeah, anything exactly. Any collab or capsule or or even pack of shoes mm. or apparel that's coming out that's driven by like a community or a restaurant or an idea right. is all hitting more than these generic copy-paste colorways that we were talking about before. Right. It's like, you know, there's obviously, if, you, if you're looking for a paycheck, there's a clear, a clear, everything is cut and paste. Everything is like, is written out for you. Right. So you, like, if you like, and that's almost where Nike has fallen to at this point, where I remember where no Dude. one would really stray from Nike. Right. And now it's like, the people that I know that have like a, a sense of style that I would uh, admire or like, validate they're not really wearing no, it and it's because it's just they, so they, repetitive it, yeah it's so repetitive and it's like it is just like a money grab where you know like using Saucony as an example it's not just some new flash in the pan sneaker brand they have the heritage yeah they have the history they're, they're yeah and they're pulling this stuff out of the archive where it's like you're paying the price for it which is not a crazy price tag no but it's 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 validated because it has the quality, it has the the nuance, it has like everything that you could need from a, like a, a footwear brand. But mm. they just have realized that it's like it's a whole new demographic that they need to like right. advertise. I want your guys' honest opinion on this, especially with this year. The Nike Vomero start of the year was like the Nike shoe to get. Like it's like any Vomeros that came out. You no, know, you know my Vomero tag, dude. Uh, I'm kind of jaded to it. I'm kind of jaded to it. You know what I mean? Like. But it's like I like I'm I'm to be honest, like I feel like, you know, the Vomeros at first we got such hard colorways. I think you gotta do a Vomero like right, you know what I mean? Protection pack, that weather series, any of those first New couple of is falling victim to it too though. Right, exactly. It, and it's a great example, a, a direct tie in, like the Vomero, a, something good, they bring it back from the archive, like two thousand three or something, then they they realize it's got a consumer uh, you know, point of contact. People are really into it. It's flying off the shelves. They overdo it with these generic colorways. They re and re and re-release it. And you start to notice that like the quality is not as it once was with these first couple of deliveries. And that's what like why I would always hold Nike so high mm. because they 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 have the means they, to no, do it. But you they know, know what they realize the secondary market where it's like obviously as like a business mm. you want to get your paycheck right. You realize. Okay, the shoe sold out. It's going for three times the amount secondary market. But it's like, should we bring it back right away again? Right. As a business, you'd want to do that. Right. You do. But they didn't because they knew that it's like that's what keeps people hungry for it. Right. And that's where Adidas shot themselves in the foot, where they did the NMD. Oh my God, the NMD. All that yeah. Stuff. And then, but also like it was the Wild West where people like right. didn't know. Right. 
if your Adidas would like your NMDs or your you know like if they'd hold value. Something, but I feel like something smart that Adidas is doing, especially with how hot the Samba is this year, is like they knew like with their collaborations with like Sporty and Rich with like Wales Bonner that they're continuously doing. Like they're doing it in a way where it's like it makes sense for the brand. You know what I mean? Like they'll always have the white and the black colorway just for everybody, like the generic customers that want it and the everyday consumer that wants it. But their collaborations are like picky. You know what I mean? You remember like it was like a Clark's Kith Adidas collab. It was like a Samba with like a Clark bottom and stuff. Like that's hard. Like I feel like that's the way collaborations and also like these hot sneakers should go. It's like like, I was saying Nike used to be smart about it. Like they knew that they could they could get like the short bag but they knew that would like hurt their like legacy right but they've they've strayed away from that where it's like they used to if they were going to retro something there'd be a small like variation to it where people would be like oh well the original one it didn't have the it had regular matte green instead of metallic green and now they're just they're just pumping shit out like where it's like We'll do all the colorways instead of doing something that yeah, has which, some kind of that, co- that, connection or relevance. Which which cuts the uh, the FOMO effect where it's like people, if they know it's going to sit. Where it's like you need supply and demand in order to keep your, your, your shit going. Unfortunately, we live in like a sold out culture where if something's not going to sell out, people like there's a new limited release sneaker every week. So if like and I, I applaud people because it's not like. It's consumerism. Like when I first started collecting sneakers, there was like, a, you could count it on two hands a sneaker that went for more than a thousand dollars, and it was like a LeBron PE or something that came out like five years ago. Now it's every week there's some false limited type sneaker, and it just like, I don't know. It's just it's just recycled and it's it's watered down and it's like it's it's boring. It's the industry unfortunately yeah. not doing itself any favors right. um and that's why you see a uh somewhat downward trend in mm. excitement around these releases and it just it, it 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 rounds back to everything we've been saying that even though there are solid drops still coming out from these major yeah, no shade to Nike. At the end of the day, right, we're all right. Nike, like, we lovers. still are all Wait, Nike. All we do, diehards, is, yeah, we're, we're all wearing die Nike, Nike and New Balance, and yeah, we're ex- you know, it's, it's just how the it's just how it's consumerism, yeah. And it's just the thing is like it's our jo- it's like also our job to create hype or like create excitement for the consumer that, that walks in here about a product that they're looking at, right? But it's hard when they can't get excited because of the very nature of how. Like, you know, not only the economy is going, but also how like the fashion industry right now is it's like if you don't want like if we're we're not getting like the every single pair of shoe that's not a sold out sneaker, it's hard to create that excitement for the generic or, you know, everyday consumer. Yeah, it's like this idea of like, yeah, and that's what's hard. I think like it's it's I'm not like throwing shade. It's like it's smart. It's a way to be good with your money. But also it's like I don't know, it's like I get it where if if you have like designated amount of money to throw at something and you know if you don't grab it right now it's going to be gone and then knowing that there's all these there's all these like multiple brands do it online ceramics Ducey, they'll all do it they'll they'll drop a portion of their inventory online it'll show sold out and then they'll stagnantly like upload stock and you'll you'll look it'll be back in stock and like i get it but it's, it's not good for your brand 
yeah, you're taking away some of what makes streetwear its mm. own element and what makes it special. And right. that and, and there is a there is a certifiable drop culture, a new release culture embedded in streetwear and mm-hmm. lifestyle that in the modern age with overconsumerism and yep. rapid release culture, it, right. ha- it has unfortunately in summary like degraded the value of it. It's gonna, taken away some of the special here, but like I don't know about you guys, but like these like limited release, like cool guy type releases, it almost strays me away from it. Whereas right. like, I don't want to get something if it has like it's like a collaboration or has like a brand attached to it because it just it looks like you're like you're like fiending for like a conversation. Like you right. like you have no personality outside of like a sold out exactly item. And, and no one wants to be on the bandwagon, right? Yeah, well it's hard. I mean every it's a fine line because it's like it's even a fine line for me personally and it's like a fine line for us all of us because it's like we want to like what we really do like but it's also hard not to like fall into the trap of like a shoe that is like a collab that comes in and like oh we have like it's hard like it's probably gonna sell out like i don't want to miss out on my size right. you know what i mean like and even- we might even be a bit more inundated than the average right you oh 100 right like even like you know we just recently had the asics above the cloud like collect like collaboration right and like Asics has been, I think, probably like shoe brand of the year. And, and I'm going to just like go on a little personal anecdote here where it's just like, I love those. Asics kicks ass. Asics kicks ass. And it's like, but really like, you know, it's their collaborations. I feel like that they're doing is that's been super exciting. Like, you know, Above the Clouds, Aritzio, Jound even. Like they're going for these like very niche collaborations, but their main line isn't garnering as much excitement for these collaborations and i feel like that's just how the industry is right now it's like everybody just wants two brand names attached to a product they're getting because it's like a lot cooler to be able to say you have two brands rather than just only one singular brand does that make sense i agree with you there um i've always been like a big believer into like you know i've i've scoured the nike outlets and been like oh i really want this this colorway, you know, this model, this shoe, some shoes, not all colorways are created equal. You know, it's like some shoes, the the colorway really sells the model and you can save up your money and get the one you really want or buy three pairs of the fucking discounted version. Like, what are you going to wear more? You know, no one, no, I know no one here at least needs like any more physical garments. So it's like. I don't know. We we live in such like a sold out culture where you should be. I feel focused. like it's, it's straying more towards which I like commend stuff that you can actually put some use into and it, like is versatile in your wardrobe. It's like not heavily branded. It's, Quality like, and utility. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, I feel like we're exhausting this topic. We've been we've been going at it. We're 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 getting fast. We talked that one to we death. T- Either way, I think the moral of this one is just buy what whatever you like. Like it's honestly like. It's way more exciting to be able to like have something that you have an emotional attachment to because you like it. Right? Sell out if it's gonna sell out, buy it today and like make sure that like if you have like one hundred sixty eight dollars in your bank account, like and it's one hundred sixty two dollars, just buy it and fucking eat ramen the rest of the week and like know that you have the limited release. Yeah, that's also a fire ass mindset. <laughs> um, something that we just did was the fall staff mix. Shout out Sam, 
I love that mix. That staff that mix is one of the best August Ox mixes. If you haven't listened to it, go you listen gotta to go it listen right to it. now. It's on our SoundCloud. It's on our fire. SoundCloud and on our Spotify. And on our Spotify. Um, Sam Walner. Yes, at number August 65. August uh, Ox 65, mixed by Samuel Walner, our coworker. It's definitely like a, a little touch of all of us. We've uh, It's been a real journey. Getting all those songs together. I know that <laughs> Sam was goofing around with us. I, I was the last one to put all my songs on there. Yeah, Andrew I literally, and Rob lagged on there. Um, okay, my songs that I put on there, uh, my, I can't tell them? What do you mean? No, I no, can't? make them go listen I, to it. Uh, what if I gave them a little teaser of one, one of tell the Tell them one track, Andrew. One track that I feel like I've been loving. Uh, me and Jack love this track that I put on there. Wanna by Nor. I oh, love that song, bro. Wanna is so good. If you haven't heard it already, go listen to it. Yeah, go listen to that. What else, what did you put on there? Put say, name one song that you put on there. Uh, I put on this uh, this house track that Sam showed me ages ago called "Friendly Pressure" by Starship. I know. So this song, I've been playing it in the shop, fucking nonstop for weeks and weeks, and. I think eventually everyone got like Stockholm syndrome and just came to love it because now whenever it comes on, the entire shop is dancing. The way I describe the shop mix is like it's all of us. We're like, it shouldn't it shouldn't be like as cohesive and like work as well together as it does, but, <laughs> but it does. It does. You know? It's like mix. oil and water, but we fucking <laughs> put it in a blender, and now we're all just fucking we're all one. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, the mix goes hard. Shout out, Sam. Put a couple good ones on there. I put some old Wale on there. Wale, I put, uh, okay. I put a uh, Do It for Demon. You, oh, that shit should not have worked on the mix, but uh, but that's the thing is Sam goes, really strung it, it together. Hard. Yeah, yeah. Shout out Sam, dude. Fucking musical savant. He is, and also the uh, like uh, I guess chairman of our little August Ox uh mm. program, which has uh, been growing in Madison for many years. Oh, yeah, what's going on on the six year night? Yeah, so for our uh, for you our six year anniversary, we're gonna have a live show by a local rapper and hip hop artist named Bird. Um, he's gonna do like a set, and then we're also so he's gonna do a live set, and we're also gonna have. Record spun by D, by oh, Samuel fire. Walner. Oh, um, so he's spinning. Yeah, yeah. Sam's spinning. Sam's I can't. Spinning. I, I'm. I'm. I'm sorry. I'm spacing, but I can't remember if it's before or after Bird. It's after. After. Okay. So, late night. August. So Sam will do a late night August. Wow, dude. That's what I think. What's so special about our shop? We do such like fun stuff, and I think like, you know, I was like thinking about this. Like, I was like, I I visited. I've been to other like a few retail store, like other like streetwear shops, and, like in like Chicago and stuff. And I visited there, and like their space is a lot bigger, definitely by square footage. Man, we are we're confined to each other, bro. We see each other like all the time. You ever think about that? No, I feel like it could be like a hindrance, but like at the end of the day, like it's water it's, and it's oil. like corny as it sounds, like we are all like a family. Here. It, like, is, it is like a like a brotherhood where it's like if you got your grievances with somebody, you fucking air it out. You, you air oh, give a noogie. Give, yeah. I gave Andrew a swirly earlier. I hated that. Uh, <laughs> um, no, it it really is like like you know like you can you can mm. have your like little qualms with somebody, but like at the end of the day, like. We're we about to see them. For each other. Yeah, the thing you is, know, like, like we're, we're you can have a qualm. You can have a qualm, like, because of the day. Like, maybe someone's like stressed out, and like you, you kind of get stressed out because of them. But then the next day, it's like it's like as if like no. you talk it out, and like it's like nothing happened. Yeah. You know? No, it it is like it's we're, it it's we're, we're all we're all as tight as can be, and it's like it is like like a brotherhood. Like it's a, a brotherhood. Like a fa- it is a family. Right. Um. Well, other things, you know, we all all of our brands have started sending us our fall winter. 
23 collections here. Um, you got any favorites from any new brands or any brands in general? I've been thinking about um, the new Grimichi collection. I I really like it. Yeah, Grimichi's always like solid, like staple piece. Um, Awake. What about the? What do you guys think about the Awake Tommy collab? That's something I want. I like the hoodie a lot. I think the huge embroidered graphic on the back with the uh, shout like, out Sherm. Uh, he was wearing that when he came in. Oh, was he? Yep, yep. So we have it on the rack, and then uh, I, I guess one of the owners, right? Or maybe the sorry, Sherm's a rep. Sherm is the rep, brand right. rep. My apologies yep. for Awake and a couple other brands that we carry. Champion. Um, Champion. Uh, but he was wearing that uh, sick new Awake NY X Tommy Hilfiger hoodie that we've got available in the shop. I like it. I, oh. I, I'm like, I feel like I'm like, I feel like, uh, like I'm like jaded towards Awake because Yo, I love you- what they're doing. And like, I love the fact that Angelo Bach, like, He's killing it, bro. Yeah, like, he, I don't know. I feel like he is, like, a genius. I love everything he's done. He's doing with Asics. Yeah. Um, to speak of which, I saw on Instagram, they had, like, their own, like, little community day where they took, like, photos in front of, this like, their flagship store, and there was someone that was wearing, like, the cow print, and that makes me just want him. That makes me want the Ishrams bad, bro. Even, like, the, w- the way that they shot the, the whip awake, like, Oh, yeah, like, that was... Cause it's, it heavily, would, it's heavily like tapped into the community. What rap? They had a they had a rapper on that it shoot was, too. Uh, I can't think about who it was. Oh, Mob Deep. it was Mob Deep. They had isn't that that's so fire, bro? Yeah, no, that is a testament to Awake New York. Always doing the New York choice, right? And always picking no, and a rapper like, who's local and a community focused idea. It's also easy to find like uh, complacency where it's like you know he's like one of the head designers at Supreme, where it's like oh this cushy job like it's Supreme. Mm. Why would you leave and start your own brand? But it's like he did. It's forward thinking. That's forward like, thinking. And now he's killing it. Yeah, I know. It's like it's like awake is just like, in my opinion, like an elevated supreme. Mm. Where like it's like a grown man supreme. Where it's like <laughs> supreme. Still, you are awake if you're a grown man, bro. You know, like supreme still releasing. It's grown up supreme. <laughs> no, and not like like I said, like I. It would it would be hard to find me on a day that I would like have anything negative to say about Awake because mm. it's one of my fa- like. I bought that. I bought that big Tommy Awake tee. I love that shirt. I love they, that shirt. No, they, like, they're killing it. I, I remember when I hear I heard about it and I was really interested getting your take, especially as someone that like you know you grew up with like the vintage community. And it's like Tommy Hilfiger was a huge part of it. So like to see like a streetwear brand kind of t- do their own take. Like, did you feel at first you were like damn like they're kind of like coming after like something that was like a no, lot more sacred no, or like it's like if you're if you're in the mind space or like the mind state and like the the space that angelo box in and you got all, like had the the opportunity to do like a, a tommy hilfiger collab like you have to be nuts not to do and that, like, that's so like exactly it's iconic it's easily stylable and even you know even though we we all have our own takes about Awake New York. I'd say that you can't do a Tommy collab wrong, and the pieces did turn out really good. But to what you know, to what Joel was saying, it's we we do live in like a release culture. You know, we we do where it's one release after the other, so sometimes things do get overshadowed. But I feel like that's where uh like brands like Awake do stand out with their deliveries. That's true. I don't know. I really like it to be honest. I, I it's great. I got into I got into fashion. And, like the quality is always great on Awake. 
pieces. Oh, yeah. Like, I got that crochet shirt. It'll, oh, yeah, I love it'll, that thing. It, it'll be like, yeah, I got that dragon jacket. Yeah, the <laughs> dragon western, Joel. You have to wear that more. Dude, that was before we could even get our discount immediately, and I paid full price for that bitch. <laughs> That's how you know you're committed, yeah, but you don't like use four, the employee discount like and you still buy. That shit was like 450 and no, like I feel like when awake is good, it's so good, mm-hmm. and it is like obviously it's a glow, like a a a big brand, but like yeah. I almost get the feeling that you're like supporting like a small, right, right. I love. He did just like he had the fuck. Yeah, the vision. Yeah, he nutted up, <laughs> nutted up dude. and it's like went on his own, and like I'm gonna start using that, bro. He has the foresight, and he just like. Did him, and it's like they're great pieces. When awake is good, it's so fucking good. And that's that's what you like to see from breakout brands. Is you want to see designers experimenting and it working, or working with like archival concepts like Tommy, and like actually making it look good and having the quality come out on top. Um, you know, with so many brands and so much product coming in, like it's, you know, sometimes one stands up above the other for quality's sake, but it is nice to know that we carry generally like high quality, well fitting, feel good stuff. Like, uh, like a brick wall we'll run into is, uh, like CAD images where, you know, it looks like somebody drew it on Microsoft paint. Exactly. When, when, but if it's awake, you know, like if the image looks decent, when it comes, it's gonna be great. You're gonna like, end up with you're not solid gonna, you're product. Not be like, like a fucking polyester printed track jacket. No, it's gonna be good. Like if, if you've never been on the buying side of retail, you you've never experienced a CAD like image. It looks like Minecraft. Imagine right? spending uh, an obtuse amount of money on product that you don't even know what it looks like. Yeah. No. Like. Yeah, it literally looks like Microsoft Paint. You remember, remember that Susie, the yellow Susie cardigan that yeah, I got, yeah. that I got last fall, yeah. and it was like it literally looked it looked like hand-drawn. it looked hand drawn. You didn't know that there were like individual. It was like a, like actually kind of like furry. Like I hit Sherman with that the other day. I said, "Oh," he said, "Oh, the cad got you." I said, "Yeah, cad got your tongue, dude." <laughs> dude yeah, it's it's like there there's like brands a- that you know like if it looks like it's gonna be decent, it's gonna be great. It's like literally buying product blind like you you go into you go into a, a line sheet thinking you're going to be able to see the product firsthand and uh if you weren't at the showroom then you won't be able to see it and also you have to guess like it's like eight months out yeah you also have to guess like is it going to sell eight months out yeah honestly but as i mean i don't know it's just hard to like, guess that to be honest um but as we talk about you know collabs collections we have our very own new era August designer with us. It's you. Okay, so every time we talk about this, Joel is always so humble. But in reality, Joel is designing directly with New Era Cap um, on behalf of August and coming up with super sick shop exclusive 59 fitties that uh, have direct tie-ins to MILB and minor league teams like the Memphis Redbirds. Um Joel, I mean, you've got all the lore up top, but like, tell us a little bit about the most recent collection, Three Six Mafia. No, it's definitely not. Uh, it's definitely not uh, in any conjunction with uh, Three Six Mafia. Nope. Um, no connection. No, no connection. Um, the uh, the hats are definitely not named after iconic songs, mm. the iconic albums that they are uh, never. From. Never. 
but no, I uh, I appreciate Jack holding me so highly with this. But, we hold uh, you so highly. Everyone does. I think it's super sick, man. You should be proud. Dude. But no, it is. Uh, it's a dream come true, to be honest. And uh, shout out Rob for like having the faith in me, because like, you know, it's a lot of money to put up, like on a whim. It's like a hail mary. You know, are these gonna sell? Like, are do you have your finger on the pulse? Mm. So like, I do feel like I do, and like like. We were talking about prior where it is like a sold out culture. Um, you know, where each collection that releases, it's special. Stores, it's everything's it, it's more slow going with everything. Mm. You know, like it fifty five dollars is a lot on a hat. Yeah, but that's the thing about these new era fitteds is there's, and I honestly didn't realize this until Joel put me on, but there's an entire subculture of buyers you know that love these hats and love the nods and tie-ins to the colors and the different um logos and retro and archive logos that they use for the hats I, you know I, I i had no grasp on it and then once i saw his process and saw how people were gravitating gravitating towards the releases i started to understand there's like a totally undiscovered headwear culture around new era that i didn't even realize and it's always exciting with each release to see like the different customers coming out and, and recognizing the uh, you know, the inspirations that Joel is putting directly into these hats without me even having to explain it to them. What are you not being inspired by, you know, for upcoming collections? What are you not getting inspired by? The way that uh, my mind has always worked is like working with inspiration is like, if you're directly inspired by, the exact same product. So, like, say, I'm looking to design a new hat. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for uh, to other hats for inspiration. Yeah, that's just a wall. Right, like you already you already failed. Like you already failed. Yeah, no, where it's like architecture, mm-hmm. food dishes, cartoons, just like, anything like in your day to day life. Yeah, that yeah. You so see. it's like that's like I'm heavily like, you know, I like grew up being influenced by like. VHS tapes and mm-hmm. fucking Dreamcast games mm-hmm. and like old signage, all that stuff. Or it's like it's just it's it's second nature to me. But right. like if you if you go to design a hat, if you go to design a shoe and you're, you're looking, looking at, at other, other shoes, shoes, yeah, then that shit is like it's a wash. You're right. gonna be like Or if you're like designing a graphic tee and you're looking at other yeah, graphic tees. At, yeah, no, it's like it needs to be like and that's the emotional attachment that how you you know what no, I mean? And, like, it, it's, and it's hard to like not like it's hard not to we're very no we're very consumeristic people right where it's like you step outside mm. and, like you're immediately influenced by like but it just has to be like has to be in your own, it has to be special for like, you like true to you yeah where it's like I kind of like devalued my own like creative process because mm. like it is just like unique to me right where it's like that's second nature where right. it's like. I'll be like, no, it's like, you know, that's just like, I, I saw that and like, I like it. And people mm-hmm. are like, no, like, that's like, you did your thing, you know, right. where it's like, I devalue my own inspiration, my own ideas, because it, it's just, it's every day. Right. But like, I don't know, like, as far as the hats go, like, I've always been a hat person. Like, mm. I know what to change. I know, like, what color, like, concepts work well together. I know, like... It's literally work, starting to work at August took all my skill sets mm. that I never, like, you know, like, 
You don't ever think about econ like econ class. You know the fucking hater ass teacher was like, <laughs> "Doesn't matter what you wear today. That's not gonna like the outfit that you wear to school today does not affect your 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 income." Does not. And I was like, "Dress how you want to be, bro." Yeah, no, it's like that doesn't like define me. Yeah. But also, like I can't turn it off. Right. You know, but the hat thing, I like, I I love it. And like, I can't like. I can't turn it off, and I know what makes a good hat. I know what makes like a good story. I know what makes like a good, a good like pack which sells itself, and like, like, it's all things that influence me so heavily. I think that's something that we've all come to discover about ourselves and our own roles in August. Is that there's you know there's like a magic to this where we can imbue our own sense of creativity and style in all the different avenues that we pursue. Whether it's Joel with his New Era collections or Andrew with the podcast or myself with social media, we all leave our own little touch, the brand and on the shop, and it helps us stand out from your average retailer. It's like if you do something and like it's perceived as amazing. Right. And you yourself can think of one other thing that you could have done that would have made it better. Yeah. If if that doesn't cross your mind. Right. You're not like striving to be like, Right. The best that you could be. And caring about fashion is being critical, even if it means being critical of your own taste. And doesn't mean that I could do something better, but mm. it's like I see where this could have changed. That's a good point. Or it's like I could I could design a hat, you know, it takes a while like right. for it to actually like come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Where, you know, maybe six months on the line I'm like, Oh, the button color could have been different. Right. But that's just like you know, if you're not growing and like learning from like people that you admire or or like like people that you like value their opinion yeah you're dead right right it doesn't matter um well (laughs) damn you we fucking went deep with that one um well we're proud of you we know that you know that right thank you you know we're proud of you you guys i love you man uh i freaking love you guys (laughs) we all love each other um as we kind of start to wrap up here um i was thinking about you know some of our you know footwear what have we been wearing you know what are we wearing tonight Tonight I'm wearing the Nike Mac Attack Red Crushes. Shout out the Mac Attacks, even though we've been talking about Nike a little bit in a different light. <laughs> Andrew's been rocking those Mac Attack Reds since day one, man. Yeah. They look great. I put them on. They look great. Uh, I've got uh, some New Balance 2002 Made in England's that I bought from Rob, our boss. I bought them right out of his closet. Um, and then ironically, Joel cleaned them up for me. So these are kind of like a family pair at this point. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Even though we don't carry New Balance anymore, I'm still a big fan. What you got on? I got on the uh, the Jordan Four Black Varsity Red. Whoosh. Brad Four. Brad Four. I don't know what year these dropped. Because, like I said, I'm a fucking old man at this point. Did you um, see those red cements? I got them. I got them the day they came out. Yeah. Fuck all those reiterations. I don't really. What do you? Do you see like the the Royals are getting the reimagined? Yeah, and the reimagined kind of bad though. The I don't, cut is low, right? Isn't it, it does look weird? And uh, then the and then the Jordan one satins they're coming back. Yeah, those suck. I don't like those. No, yeah, um, like, I'm not going to a red carpet <laughs> event, dude. Like, okay, okay, let's leave on a good note. No, okay, so it's the black and red Jordan one, the fucking iconic, the best shoe that they maybe the best shoe ever made. I don't. I got, I got no socks on right now. So like these, my dogs are probably barking. Dude. <laughs> Joel's wearing the like five hundred dollar J's with no fucking socks. Hey, hey, I got these when I worked at finish line on the discount. Oish. And I got another. Pa- uh, I got two. You got two pairs. Maybe in the cup. Uh, they're kind of. They're kind of getting. They're kind of folding up a little. But Yikes! Get a little. 
Got a little crease protector on those, yeah, huh? No, fuck, <laughs> fuck that. Fuck Wear that. your sneaker. Um, yeah, honestly, don't use a crease protector. Wear no. socks. No. Wear your sneakers. Um, as we wrap up, though, I do appreciate you guys, as always, for coming and taking the time to speak with me. Um, one last question. What is a fall trend that you guys are fucking with this year? This year, not last year, this year. You want to lead us in here, Joel? I would say uh, this is this is uh, heavily based on uh, material and quality, but a good varsity jacket. If you got them fake-ass chenille patches, I see you. If you got that shit off Sheen, dude, I'll see you. Um, like, hey, and also we're checking mohair count. <laughs> we're checking your mohair How much content. of that wool yeah. is from a goat? Yeah, no, we're checking your mohair. Um, yeah, a good, a good cardigan. Um... A nice fitting beanie, I would say. Beanies, cardigans, solid outerwear. You can't go wrong this season. Um, I'd say. The boys are layered up like an onion, bro. Yeah, I mean, this this season, I would say. I'm an my, onion. I got layers. Shout out Shrek. Trends I've been noticing is the layered look. Jacket on, long sleeve on, undershirt, white tucked in On everything. Or a crop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, you got to tuck it all in. I feel like uh, accessorizing is up. Uh, you know, express yourself with your own style trends, whether it be some, uh, some blue rings, brain dead jeans <laughs> or the same thing or brain dead jeans five days in a row. Um, no, you know, get get some rings, get some necklaces, uh, get yourself a clutch, get yourself or a, a cool ne- bag. Uh, like Joel said, beanies. Uh, I think that this fall, um, Workwear is still in, and uh, you know, emulating vintage mm. and retro styles is still in. So get yourself a solid flannel or a, a new long sleeve. Or you, you get the good boy outfit. Yeah, they yeah. call it the good boy you outfit. Want basically, the good boy. Fit. Yeah. you want the dad core. Right, like you can, like you'll go home to meet your partner's parents type yeah, fit. You know what I mean? Yeah, don't. You're not going back to the apartment, bro. You're going back to your two bedroom in Sun Prairie. <laughs> okay, so you you need you need to go back to your family of four and your Labrador. Yeah, so. I'm gonna go with the opposite this year. I'm gonna go. Uh, I think it's just maybe just like. I've really started leaning heavy towards it because, um, you know, I've been, you know, running a lot and I've been outside way more than I ever thought I would be this year. So I've been kind of messing with a lot more of a nice like I've been wearing this. K- I've been wearing the K-Way CDG jacket and that windbreaker. And I love Andrew like, loves a windbreaker. I love a windbreaker. I love the I love the Arterix Beta LT hoodie, the blue one that I have like hard, like anything that you can wear outside for hours is what it should be. These guys, they know how to layer and they know how to wear a fall and winter fit, but catch me uh, as late as October 28th wearing a fucking t-shirt on State Street. The main thing I've gravitated towards just like anything that would like depict the fact that like like I touch grass, but like I really don't go outside that much. Uh, yeah, no, like my Uber Eats, I'm like, yeah, leave it at the door and then like I go outside for like 30 seconds. Because you have to grab your Uber Eats? Yeah. yeah <laughs> I said leave it at the door. It's like... So what Joel is saying is your outfit can be loungewear and sandals because you're never really leaving your apartment except to grab your Grubhub. Yeah, yeah, easily. that's all it is. But yeah, shout out DoorDash. Shout out like, DoorDash. I need, a, I need a sponsorship. <laughs> the red bags look like the DoorDash bags. My Fit Picks. The only ones I'm getting off is like when they have to take a photo to prove that the food was at the. Like, <laughs> I'm holding that shit. It's kind of I'm kind of clean. They're. I love I love the photos of like the DoorDashers like taking a photo as like a person's like grabbing the food and it's just yeah like, no them, like... the other the other day they got me I was uh wearing one of my own fitteds 
Mitchell and Nash shorts, Yeezy Gap hoodie. Um, Yikes. So I was like, I was like, can you send that to me? Like, like, <laughs> I'm gonna post that up yeah, basically. Yeah, easily. Um, well, thank you guys so much for taking the time to speak with me today. Oh, great. Chat Where can the people find you? Where can the people find? Uh, my name is Jack Greenwood, and you can follow me on Instagram. Uh, my name is uh, my my handle is Ugly Boy Circa. Um, yeah, I do the socials in August, and I'm one of the managers. I'm super glad to be back on the pod. So thank you, Andrew. This is gonna be recurring. You guys do know. You guys oh, are yeah, there too. This yeah, is like yeah. a full We're on the squad. Face of it now. So, yeah. uh, what do you got? 2000 Serene, the number 2000, S E R E N E. Mm. Mm. Um, if you want to keep up with me a little bit, uh, more, more, uh, oh, I don't know, a little bit more, uh, follow me on CCAP. Um, <laughs> my middle initial is C. I don't have any like felonies or anything. But... <laughs> yeah. Is that you better? Oh. Oh, we got the boys. Oh, yeah. The boys, the boys are, are pulling up as, the as you say up. that. The boys in blue are closing out the pod. <laughs> They're closing out the pod. Um, come find, come to August 414 State Street, October 28th on our six-year anniversary. Come buy tea. Come buy a hoodie. Come see Bear, Bird perform. Thank you guys, as always, for listening. Thank you, Joel. Thank you, Jack, Thank as always. Thank you. Thank you, Andrew. Yeah, we'll see you guys on... Always great chopping up with the boys. Always great chopping up with the boys. Have a good night, guys. Peace. Thank you for tuning into today's episode. As always, once again, I'm your host, Andrew, and I want to thank Joel and Jack for taking the time to speak with me today. And to Sam Walner, as always, for creating the music you heard on today's episode. This episode was about listening to what is going on at the shop and how we all continue to navigate the space. So if you know anyone looking to learn more about our journeys and finding their own space, share with them this episode. You can find me and the shop on Instagram at Andrew Inamoto and at underscore August shop. And find August located on 414 State Street, Madison, Wisconsin, or on august-shop.com. Also come down to the shop on October 28th and celebrate six years of our store. Once again, thank you for listening to the August Forum.